Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Today is Thursday, October 3rd, and I am trying the commute podcast again. I'm driving in for writer coffee this morning. Actually, I'm getting there at a decent hour this time. I woke up fairly early this morning. So I thought we'd try the sound quality again, since some of you seem to enjoy listening to me yell at the other drivers. <laughs> You're all twisted. That's why I love you. Um, I figure now that I have my fancy new tires on the car and it's all beautifully aligned, that maybe there now will not be the, uh, that whatever that was. And also that sound, we'll just call it a sound. Um, also, I'm going to stay on the back highway instead of getting on the interstate because it seemed like the main amount of that noise was on the interstate. It could be just my poor old car vibrating, you know. That's She's a 96 and she's feeling her years. I don't know what's our multiplier for car years, but, you know... She's 23 years old, which probably makes her, like, 70. (laughs) Uh, But she's doing good. She's a spry, a spry old gal. So, but it's very easy to take the secondary highway. The interstate actually parallels the old Las Vegas highway, which is... uh, little two-lane that was the original highway before they put in I-25. That being the highway from Santa Fe to Las Vegas, New Mexico, not Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, which tends to confuse people because they come here and they see a sign that says Las Vegas, 60 miles, something like 60 miles. And... (laughs) And we're like, they're like, really? Las Vegas is only 60 miles from here? And we're like, not that Las Vegas. <laughs> the New Mexico Las Vegas is considerably uh, smaller and less spectacular. Although it did boast Val Kilmer living there. I don't know if he still does. He had land out there for a while along, um, well, you know, was it along the Rio Grande? I know it was a, a fishing spot so could have been could have been along the Rio Grande that would be the right location for it or a tributary thereof Uh, he got in a lot of trouble because he uh, made some kind of public statement to a reporter or something where he said that he didn't have a whole lot to do with the town itself because the majority of them were heroin addicts which of course many people found offensive never mind that was largely true Uh, There is kind of a a bad drug problem there, but, you know, you just don't say things like that about your neighbors, and you don't paint everyone with one brush, so I don't know if he moved over it. He certainly took a lower profile, but most of the celebrities who live out here, and we have quite a few, um, do keep a low profile because they live here in order to Well, for the same reason I live here, right? You know, to be left alone and to enjoy the beautiful landscape and the the psychic space and the incredible light. I posted a photo this morning of the sunrise um, 
as I often do. I put it on Instagram, but I think I'll put it on this podcast also because it's it's a good illustration of what I'm so blessed to wake up to every morning. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like the other person who lives out here is a, is um, Julia Roberts has a large spread up near Taos. But nobody ever sees her. You know, people are like, oh, do you see her around Taos? My, you know, Minerva Spencer lives in Taos. You know, it's like, no, she doesn't come in and hang out around town. You know, you have your, I assume they have their food shipped in or what have you. you know, she has her own airstrip out there. So why wouldn't you, right? Wouldn't, why wouldn't you do that? Have your huge strip of, you know, swaths of land, vast tracts of land. Uh, you get a point if you could identify that quote. And in her own airstrip. So she just flies in and out and I guess lives out there with the kids. And I forget who she's married to now. But sounds like a pretty good life to me. That's what I would want to do. And she doesn't do a daily podcast. So we don't have insight into her, <laughs> into her life. So let's see. I did wake up earlier this morning. Uh, yes, well, you didn't know this because yesterday I didn't podcast, I did a blog, but I woke up at 6.30 yesterday, which I know is early for some people, but boy, I just felt like I was behind for the entire rest of my day. It was, but I clearly needed the sleep, and I'd gone to bed pretty early too, but this is the, the season of random viruses, and I feel like I keep fighting one off here and there, and I was kind of dragging rear yesterday. Although I got good work done, so that was good. Uh, but today I woke up at 5.15, did my weightlifting. Tuesdays and Thursdays are for weightlifting. And then I got an hour of writing in on the fate of the Tala. So, yeah, it's, it's starting to flow better now. I'm starting to get snatches of conversation in my head and seen from farther down in the book so that means that the book is starting to open up to me I'm getting the the feel and the flow of it and I can just sort of let it stream through my head people ask me sometimes if I write down those scenes out of order and sometimes I do every once in a while I do I'll get a whole scene and it'll be so bright and burning that I'll go ahead and write it down Uh, a notable one is the campfire conversation in the pages of the mind between Jep, Zinda and Daphne that one just came to me whole hog long before I got to it and it was I had to write it down and it is a great scene I still well if I do say so myself I I love that scene it makes me laugh Uh, but I almost never do that I won't say never never I occasionally will write down little pieces of dialogue because I don't want to lose them but inevitably when I get to the place where they would fit I they don't they aren't quite right anymore and I end up reworking them massively or deleting them because I already put that in um, like that piece of information or that exchange that needed to happen has already occurred 
sometimes I forget because I'll just like stick it at the end of my document because I just write in word beginning to end right so if I do little snippets like that I'll put them on you know like a, a page breakdown keep it out of my way so sometimes I get to them and I'm like oh yeah I already put that in <laughs> so I just end up cutting it anyway I think um, yeah I'm I have grown to trust that I will, if not remember things, that the same information will come to me again. So if, if the dialogue comes to me, the exchange, the scene, or what have you, it will reemerge at the appropriate time. I think it's sort of like, um, well, some people use the analogy, people who write like I do, of like misting or, um, I forget the other words they use for it, but describe it as being akin to driving at night or in the fog where you can only see as far as your headlights allow. And, and a good extension of that analogy uh, is that occasionally your headlights will pick out features from farther down the road, you know, like you, you crest a hill and the, the line of your beams goes ahead and you could see uh, you know a feature on the next hill up or you could see the lights of an oncoming car in the other lane not that kind of oncoming car don't worry it's not like a big crash <laughs> it's just a feature on the landscape so I could see it being like that which means that I don't have to rush to capture it because I'm going to get to it. It's it, it's ahead of me, but I'm still going to get there. I've, I've really found that if it matters to the story, I will, I will find it again. Also, I think you, those of you who have been following me for a long time know that my notes from Ch past Jeffy are frequently not at all helpful. <laughs> I scribble notes to myself and then find them later and I have no fucking clue what they mean. <laughs> uh, and then they become almost more distracting than anything else because then I spend a fair amount of time and energy fretting about what could it mean? What was it? What did I forget? So, I don't know. I do make occasional notes, I do write things down, but for the most part, for me, it's part of trusting the process. So I think this was a lot quieter. Now I've come to the end of Old Las Vegas Highway and I'm turning onto Old Pecos Trail in Santa Fe. We have a lot of old things, uh, but I think that it's considerably quieter. I suppose having uh, tires that aren't, don't have the steel cables inside free. <laughs> actually makes a difference who knew I, I don't know why I'm so irresponsible about automobile stuff it's not like I wasn't taught my stepfather Leo worked very hard to teach me to be capable about cars he was very determined that I would not be a fragile flower about anything and so he uh, taught me how to check the oil in my car, to add oil to my car, Had taught me all sorts of things about proper automobile maintenance, which did come in handy, um, although, you know, 
I knew far, far more than my my cohort. Uh, one of my going away gifts to college was Leo put together a toolbox for me, which I still have. This great red plastic toolbox with uh, various tools in it, nails and a hammer and um, pliers, screwdrivers. He had it all figured out, you know, he got the different components and nestled them all in there for me. It was really a wonderful, thoughtful gift. And it made me very popular on my freshman floor because I was one of the only people, uh, not just girls, but the guys too, because we had a co-ed floor, you know, full stop who actually had a toolbox. And so people were always borrowing my tools. So I definitely, you know, oh, I know the other thing I was going to say. And then I, one of my sorority sisters did not know how to put gas in her car. She'd only ever done uh, full service gas stations. And in the 80s in St. Louis, you couldn't always find a gas station with full service. And we would sometimes drive back and forth, you know, on various road trips. And we couldn't always find a gas station with full service. And she had nearly run out of gas a few times because she was like, I had to keep driving. I couldn't find the gas station with full service. And I was like, okay, you are learning how to do this. <laughs> Pretty funny. I suppose it was a, a different era. And she was a good Southern lady, so. So let's see, what else do I have to tell you guys? So yeah, the, the book is starting to take flower in my mind. That's nice because I can think about that, uh, not think about other things. Things I cannot control. And in the end, you know, the, the writing is all that you can really control. And that's one of the, the great truths being a writer is, um, it's just not an easy profession. I feel like I end up saying that a lot, but I had a conversation the other day with a writer friend um, just talking about some different stuff with the publishing house and working with editors and that sort of thing. And, you know, we were just talking about how it's... Uh, you know, there are always challenges, and in many ways, it's a dream job. You know, you get to to write stories, which, you know, if you're a writer, you have a burning need to write stories. Otherwise, it's really not worth it if you don't have that. I guess I haven't yelled at any drivers, have I? Everybody's been kind of behaving themselves this morning. A mellow day. Isn't it funny how the traffic is like that? You know, like some days everybody's pretty mellow and other days you have, you know, it seems like everybody's just on fire with consuming rage. <laughs> I always wonder about what's going on in the group mind there. You know, does it start in one place or is it in the coming in through the atmosphere? But yeah, people seem pretty mellow today. Yeah, so there are a lot of things about the business that are aggravating. You um, can't really, 
there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty and things you can't control. Okay, I might have to yell at this person who had to get over into the right lane, but then they're not turning right on red. I know that's asking a lot. They also work for the government. They have a New Mexico government plate. These are the people we have running our state. No wonder. <laughs> there. There's my token yelling at other drivers. As offenses go, it's not a bad one. But I do try to, if I'm... I try not to be in the right lane if I know I'm not going to be turning right on red. But that's just a, a general consideration thing. So anyway, yeah, the publishing business can be frustrating because there are so many things you can't control. And I know a lot of the people out there who self-publish will reply, and I've had these conversations with with indie authors, well, they'll say, yes, that's why you should self-publish because you have so much more control. And it's like, well, yeah, you have control of some things that you don't when you're traditional publishing, but you still don't have control of the market. You might like, like to think that you do, but the, you know, what, what people will sell, you know, it's back to that predicting the group mind. Why does the group mind settle on certain things, you know, and decide that, um, you know, certain things are are exciting? Why why did Twilight light everybody up at the time, which it absolutely did? Um, why did Harry Potter light everybody up? You know, and with Harry Potter, people will say, oh, because Harry Potter is brilliantly written. And, you know, I won't deny that it's, you know, it's certainly you know, a well-written series of books, but it also is not an unusual tale. That's you know, a story that's been told before, many times in many ways. So what was it that really got people's attention? Here we are, and now I am perked at Iconic Coffee ready to go in and chat with my peoples. So that took me a little bit longer going the secondary highway. I think I'm using, we'll have to look at the final count, but that was like 18 and a half minutes. And I think when I go the interstate, it's two minutes shorter. So I think for two minutes and less noise, we can maybe do this. So I hope you all have a wonderful Thursday. Make it a fantastic Thursday for me. I plan to do that. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.